welcome to crudely drawn swords. Try not to get worried. Try not to turn on to problems that upset you. Oh, don't you know, everything's all right. Yes, everything's fine. Except playing anything in 5-4. Uh, which is always a bit tricky, but if you play it as a 3 and a 2, it's not too bad. Just play everything in 3s, that's the rule. It depends how everything's been kind of divided up. Yeah, I mean, you're dependent on the uh, composer, but I don't play other people's music, so it's easier for me. <laughs> I just play songs I've written where I understand the audio well, notes. Well, the bit with the Nazgul in, in Lord of the Rings is a bitch. Oh, yeah, I bet it is. So with me, to quote Dr. Zeus's famous saying, are four hawks, war hawks. And they are from left to right. Politically. Hi, I'm Pete. I play Adam Eaglank, the gunslinger. Hi, my name is Stuart, and I will be playing Tristan T. Wilde, the bard slash shadow dancer. Stick around to find out more. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Gwyn, and I'm going to be playing Percival Cleft. Hi, my name's Alison C. Hancock, and you may recognise me from other episodes as Enigma. Enigma. This is our most professional intro yet, and I I like it, actually. I think this is very high quality. When last we saw our heroes, they were hanging out at the hill of Caltepe on the eastern side of Windrush Pass. Eastern? After a... Eastern. West. Just checking. East. Right. The eastern side... <laughs> The right-hand side of the map. <laughs> <laughs> they are hanging out on the eastern side of Windrush Pass. There they had confronted some goblins and after a brief skirmish, persuaded them to surrender and leave their hilltop fortress, which seemed perhaps a little too convenient, but then it transpired that, in fact, the Canavir Fey army of Ambiforax was starting to show itself in the west side of the valley and the goblins weren't inclined to be around when they arrived. So as we join the hawks and the group of the small group of fighters with the sky singer Merope and the landwielder Kelek, they are at Keltepe at the top end of this part of the valley, where it narrows to a bottleneck, a growing crowd of strange and twisted creatures is visible. They're probably about a mile away, so it's going to take them a little while to get there, but only a little while. So, as we begin, Merope is making her way up to the forge with Kelleck, and... Alana Sarista and the other troopers are taking a short break. They're taking a short rest to regain some hit points and maybe uh, spend some healing surges because they actually are playing a different game. Well, <laughs> 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 no fact. <laughs> they're, they're taking a short rest, grabbing a drink, and Alana is trying to figure out how best to defend this spot. So, Hawks, what are you doing? How wide is that bottleneck? 
a couple of hundred meters probably so it, it's a reasonable width depending on what you're interested in we could hop onto a map that is more detailed on the hill itself if that would be useful or you can have the view of the whole valley I guess detailed sure I, I wanted to know what um, Merope was doing basically okay so she's making her way up to the forge and with her with her is Kelek he seems to be walking a zigzag path and doing some kind of arcane sensing in the rock. Okay, I'm going to jog up to Merope. <sighs> and I'm just going to put her alongside and be like, what you doing? <laughs> she says, Tristan, good, good to almost see you. Good morrow, fair lady. I am Tristan T. Wilde, the bard. Yes, yes, we've established that. I am seeking the ideal spot with Kellek here to perform this rite. This whole place is very powerful, but there is a heart to it. It may be the well here that that feels like it has a potency to me. Do you sense it? I do. I'm not surprised. Your power is very similar to mine. There's this place, I think, will be where I must perform. And she puts down her pack and she starts and she pulls out a mirror and lays it down. And she says, the mirrors provide a connection between the singers. When we start, which will be quite soon now, I hope, then they will link us in a way that will create a network of power. They'll be, the, they'll be like an open line through which the power can pass. Okay. Is there anything I can do to help, basically? She says, I think it will be a little time until we are ready to commence. And Kelek has walked over to the well and he, like, taps the brickwork on the side of it says, Yep, and points down. It's this. Well, well, well. She says, yes, so this will be where we're centred. What you may be able to do, I, I was not expecting to have anyone available to bolster my power, but when we start, if you are able to remain close and be ready for the unexpected, it is likely that there will be intercessions against us from powers who would see us fail. If you are able to defend us here, that may make a big difference to how well we survive. Aye, and maybe I'll throw in some backing vocals as well. Yes, that would be sweet. Maybe I'll, actually I'll, I'll I'm going to concentrate and form a guitar out of air, a ghost guitar out of air. Hector! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! I hadn't even thought of just playing air guitar along to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's literally what you can do. To be fair, my initial thought, and I did have a great scene where I was going to turn myself into a guitar for her to play, <laughs> I'll be the song. But mm -hmm. then I was like, oh, it doesn't feel like I... I'll go with the serious option. Let's just get this done. So yeah, she's getting ready. 
Meanwhile, down by the stockade, Ilana is kind of pulling the gate closed and how best to hold it. Is that where you are, Adam? Uh, yeah, I'd help with that for sure. And Percy? I guess Percy's ghostly at the moment, so you're ephemeral. Aren't well, you? yeah, I was thinking we, we've got a. You said we've got a little while, so um, I might make a cup of tea. Ghost tea. Yeah. Nice. I'll take one. <laughs> I can see it all going on. I see him foraging in his ghost pouch. To tea, everybody? Fancy and brew. I assumed he'd be drinking spirits. I don't serve spirits here. I don't know. Should you be drinking flesh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, we got you. Echoes around the valley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I would like to be healed. Mm. Okay, I. you might want to talk to Tristan about that. He's a ghost, though. He can still heal people. Tristan! Yeah, what's up? Um, Could you heal me, please? Can you do that while you're a ghost? I can do. I'm going to rush forward and swan dive off the um, the slight raised area I am, and I'm just going to ghost my way through Enigma, healing her with a spiritual <laughs> hum. That's a heck hum. of a performance. And I'm going to kind of wobble like people do in like Ghostbusters and stuff when the ghosts go through. <laughs> <laughs> and because the reason I can heal her is because I'm that note I'm humming makes all my ghostly energy vibrate and thus it's almost like being able to lay a hand on her shoulder who you gonna call (laughs) 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 and now i'm just running around the camp (laughs) (laughs) okay so why don't you me why don't you roll your healing trust that's pretty annoying. <laughs> arcane art? Yes, this is Arcane Eight. Art. So I just click that. Yep. Well, Woo! Oh! 2d8 yeah. healing coming your way. Whoa. Cheers, mate. Oh, no! The place that we're at now. Yes. Is it the well, the original well that we went down and had a look at it doesn't look like it at all no but is it in the right location it's nearby but it's not exactly the same place i want to see if i can locate that exact space and see whether the catacombs that were that we originally explored are actually there that's the forge so that will put you up here roughly okay Um, i want to see if there were workings beneath the forge that ultimately got repurposed or something the forge looks absolutely solid the ground is bedrock underneath okay and you can kind of like kneel down and poke your arm through it you can't feel anything lower down you don't need geophys he is geophys so hmm what originally happened to cause catacombs to be buried there and Alana Sarista to end up in them you assume something 900 years or less well, it can't be that, because if Alana Sarista's yeah. body was in there, then presumably she was moved there when people gave a crap about who she was. Yeah. But that implies that um, somebody has to sort of survive this. If there's yes. no, if there's not a, um, a series of rooms that could have been retreated to, for instance. There isn't, no. 
then someone must have spent time constructing it afterwards. Yeah. Hmm. No, that, that does seem a very logical conclusion. Okay. Having done that, I want to go and speak to Adam very briefly. Yep, sure. Um, Adam, when we came here, you had your um, you had your own agenda about wanting to uh, do something to try to assist the fate that your homeland was um, currently befalling. Do you know anything sort of further? Have you got any further with that? Um, uh, I think I need to take sort of this knowledge back to Sakavalon to about uh, the harmony of the world and uh, sky singing and sort of bringing order to the world counteract the chaos I recall when we first met then I thought I recalled you saying something about your leader suggesting that you needed to meet with us um, because you needed to alter the rules in some way. Was that correct? Uh, I guess I, we didn't really have a way to, to counter the the work of the the uh, cult broken wheel that was destroying the world. I mean, the, the only reason I, I ask is because if you've accompanied us this far in the hope of achieving that, then I think the moment in which that happens is probably about to be upon us. So we might need to give some instructions to uh, those we're expecting to be able to be in a position to do that. But what can I do? I'm not a sorcerer. I'm not a sky singer. I'm just one man. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. The, the only thing I can do is, is, is I have to get home and and tell the, the learned mage scholars what I've seen. Well, we can go and speak to Merope, who we expect to ascend and become some kind of goddess, and ask her to empower your people in some way, or change something fundamental about your lands or the way in which your your world operates, or your time operates, in order to try to assist you in some way. Uh, but I'm not sure what I'd be asking her. Me neither. Hmm. Ilana and a couple of the troops have managed to pull the gates closed and are kind of lashing them together with ropes and trying to jam pieces of wood that they have around into them as well and just just holding them shut on the stockade so it's now closed up anyway continue that's just a bit of background i think that's probably it i'm not sure that i know enough to suggest what we might be able to to say to Merope or any of the others to to assist you. Would you say that there was a crucial moment um, that occurred in the, the 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 story of your lands? Is there a particular event or time where the, the sway of power went one way or another? The broken wheel that are sort of besetting you is there. Was there an event or an occasion upon which they made themselves known or where they came to the fore? Uh, was there a crucial battle or something like that where the the tide started to turn? In in favour of the, the Chaos Worshippers? Uh, against you and your kingdoms. Were they just always there and, and it's just been a constant 
constable battle, or is it an, an external threat that appeared in some way? I guess that when... I mean, we don't like to talk about it, but a member of my order was uh, corrupted and joined this cult. That was kind of the real moment when it broke out into open warfare, really. You say that they were corrupted. In what way were they corrupted? Well... Were they sort of magically corrupted and became some kind of abomination? Uh, or in terms? do you mean more in terms of political thinking? First one, then the other. It's probably quite significant which one came first. Well, you, I mean, do you want to get into this now? Uh, it's... They... I mean, I'm, I'm not that bothered, to be honest, but I mean, if you want us to help, this is probably the last opportunity if we're going to do anything about... You know, if we're going to um, actually pull any levers or do things, then I think that this is probably the time where we need to actually know what it is we're doing. I mean, we can just let things play out and see what happens. Agreed! <laughs> Wing it! Uh, yeah, he was... Uh, well, like, they sort of... The cult positioned themselves as uh, as traditionalists in a way that uh, the early early uh, kings and queens drew upon bargains made with fell powers to to build the kingdom. It was only later on that that uh, it was you know reforms came in and this worship uh, was deemed to be you know sort of. Uh, not conducive to building a good society and also like really sort of superstitious nonsense as opposed to you know science and reasoning and ethics hmm okay what i'm trying to get to is using that somehow so i would like to use truth and consequences in a slightly different way so yeah when I examine the strands of possible futures and describe an event that's yet to occur, then um, guess for I will name two subjects and uh, we'll find out what the consequences are. But I'm interested in an event that is yet to occur in Adam's timeline rather than my own. Yes. Um. So. And I kind of want to know what the consequences so of the... This is a little different from how it's Yeah, worked. what the consequences of the Tide of Light will be. Okay, so... For him. I, I, don't, I don't... I was trying to get at an event in his timeline that I could sort of look at and see if there was a way that we could influence it in some way, but I'm not sure that we're quite there. So instead, perhaps I just need to cut to the chase and either look at, well, probably this moment now yeah, and see how it could uh, influence things for them. Uh, yes, certainly. So, how does Percy enter into this future? How what's it what's it look like as he reaches into this time? I mean, Percy doesn't. He's still fairly unclear on where, when, on yeah. what it is that Adam is from. So. I'm not sure that he's like reaching in as such. He doesn't really know where he's feeling. Yeah. I guess he's almost sort of going into like a, a sort of brief meditative state um, and sort of experiencing that sort of blindness and almost trying to sort of feel his way through. Okay, cool. 
Um, and perhaps that's why he's going to look at the the tide of light rather than something in Adam's future because he just can't find yeah. it. So the, the tide of light is is very close, yeah. uh, and he'll be able to sort of, you know, he can sort of sense exactly where that's going. But he's never particularly tried to tie that to um, to Adam and his future timeline yeah. before. Cool. Okay. Give me your subjects, two subjects, because it's an intermediate success. Okay. The two subjects are going to be people, groups, or social institutions. Uh, no, you can't. I can't? I don't think so. Because you may only examine each event once. And last session, you examined this event for different consequences. Uh, okay. So you established what would happen with the Seven Sisters, with the Hawks, and with the Western Kingdoms. Okay. In the last session, so. So I can't. Yeah. So, and I think that makes sense. I think it just feels like a mist. It feels like when you can reach into the future, you feel it kind of stretching out and events combining and changing. But this almost feels like you're stretching out further, and it, it's a bigger leap and. It's almost like too many things have collided with each other for you to get a clear picture. Okay. Don't know then. <laughs> Around this point, Enigma, the archers are line, lining up behind the stockade, behind the fencing. And these are like big tree trunk palings with spike tops driven into the ground. But there are spaces between them you can take a shot and they're starting to see. You're starting to see creatures begin to get into range. What are you doing? Well, uh, I'm guessing uh, how many archers are there of us? Are there like one or two or quite a few? You've got three archers but someone has gone through some of the huts and they found a couple of other bows and arrows so you've got people with bows and arrows who aren't necessarily good at archery. Well, there's a lot of them. right now a ranged weapon is valuable. So, yeah. I th- yeah, if there's a lot of dudes coming, then you can't really miss, can you? Well, that's exactly true, yes. Can you? So, are you joining them on the fence? Yep, yep. Let's have them. In fact, I think Ilana says, Enigma, you're the ranger. You should probably lead this. I was going to anyway. That was also something I assumed. They, they follow me. They will. People. And then she calls out, listen to Enigma, she's going to be calling the shots, literally. Get yourselves ready and fire on her mark on her target. And she dashes back for a minute. She has a bow and arrows because we've established she's good with those. But she's uh, just gone. She goes off up to the top, actually. Okay, so Enigma, as creatures start to come into range, how are you leading these archers? Um, well, uh, they're going to be sort of spread out, uh, each with their own little nook that they are shooting out of. Yeah. And they're probably, you know, they're doing their best to kind of, you know, protect themselves. Um, but I think we need to start um, aiming for some of the ones that look important. Sure. So most of the ones you see coming through f- at first are these weird wide-faced running creatures. They seem to be the fastest. The tickle men. Well, if they're the first in range, we'll get those. Yeah, so they're sort of coming in and they're kind of these weird, almost frog-like bodies on ostrich legs with long claws on each side of their bodies. 
So give me a volley roll as you begin opening fire. It's... Intermediate success. Was just, you know, um, working out the range. Yeah, and that's fine. You, Your first couple of volleys take a few of them, but fewer than you'd hoped. And others are kind of circling round the structure. So you're, and you're kind of holding them at bay with arrows. You've seen the other side, and you're not sure that these creatures will be able to climb it. Good. Tristan. Yeah. So. I know what I'm doing. I don't even need to hear what you're going to tell me. Okay, what, what are you doing? He's talking with his mouthful, that's what he's doing. Well, because, so the battle's just about to start play, so there's something I need to do first. Um, it's something I've been working on lately, is in my ghost form, I've been sort of working out the lines that sort of, it's like a, a interconnecting spider web that links everything. And I've been yeah. kind of working out what notes go where and, and how it works. So I'm going to start, because I can't really be heard by everyone, I'm going to start plucking on these strings that kind of go weaving around the camp and interacting with the camp. And I'm yeah. going to start with the, do you hear the people <laughs> singing the song of angry men? And I'm going to get rid of a da-da-da. And I'm going to send a rousing. So everyone feels that spirit. Their hearts are going to fill the pride and the strength. And I'm going to try and sort of expand my presence so it gl grows, glows brighter and brighter like a beacon in the middle of this fortress. Okay, and then my message cool. of like, come on! Okay, cool. And because it's the past, then no one realises you didn't write that song. So. <laughs> oh, God, yes! <laughs> Who will not be slaves again? And we're like, yes! Okay, give me an arcane art roll. Come on, no shit dice roll. Rousing music. Arcane... Uh, and he's I mean, in the wrong I get, key. <laughs> I get plus one going forwards because I'm with Maliki and she sort of picks up and she's correcting my mistakes. So every it's like we're doing the ghost scene. She's behind me and every time <laughs> I hit a wrong note, she whips my hand out and catches it or like makes it sound like it's an octave. So that's actually a full success. Yes, I've argued <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'll buy it. Have yeah! <laughs> Do you hear the people sing? Sing the, the songs of angry, angry men. Just check you're not clipping when you're singing at top volume. Oh, a tiny bit I did. <laughs> I did a little. It is the music of the people. <laughs> not slaves again. Okay, well, well, we'll see how that's useful in a moment. As you're doing that, Ilana comes up. She briefly hugs Merope. She says, it's on. Good luck. I'll see you after. And then she stops a little way down, picks up a couple of bits of wood, and from her pack, she takes a banner that she places oh, yes. in the ground. And when you look at this banner, it seems like... Marketing. You feel a little braver. And also, you have seen this banner before. Ooh. But when you saw it, it was tremendously old. I'm going to shout after Alana. Yeah, don't worry, I'll be fine too. I'll, I'll probably see you sometime later as well. <laughs> Turn to uh, Melope or Merope and be like, rude. <laughs> Merope says, she's a little brusque, it's her way. <sighs> I guess so. <laughs> so, Alana comes, she sets out this banner. Adam, Enigma's down at the front with the archers. What are you doing? 
Uh, well, I reload insight. Yeah. Uh, click and spin back into the holster, and I give Percy a slow nod. <laughs> and cheese it. Can I get on top of any of these buildings? Oh yeah, you can definitely climb on top of one of these buildings. That'd be quite a smart move. Uh, okay. I'm going to get on top of uh, a building then. Get a vantage point. Okay, one one of the ones near the gate, so you're in easy kind of covering range. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So Adam climbs a building, and from there you can see these creatures with their weird kind of ostrich run circling round, and some of them try and scrabble at the rock and then slip back. Okay. But it seems the fortification on these sides will probably hold. Enigma, your archers are currently holding them off. Yes. And behind them, you see some other creatures coming in that look more human, but have like tendrils from where their eye so- from their eye sockets. Oh, like humans, yeah. <laughs> the, the usual human tendrils, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, fairly human physiology. And these creatures kind of pause and their tendrils twist in the air and then they seem to lock onto you. So what are you doing from where you are now? Um, so are they where they are on the map? Yes, but there are more... Because the map extends right to the left of the view, because... For some reason, I used a slightly too small square map for what's clearly a rectangular yeah. shape. Um, there are many more over on the gate side. Damn. <laughs> I was hoping it was just a couple on the side. Um, I, I'm going to assume that these guys are worse because they're more creepy, because they're more in like the uncanny yeah. valley. We're in a valley and it's pretty uncanny. Yes, um, it is. Right, so I, I guess, uh, you know, we've got a bunch of archers. I reckon if we've got our own six, I suspect that you, we're going to want to make sure that we've got kind of a team on one side, team on the other. Yeah. So that we are keeping off these guys that look... They look more intentional as well. The weird ostrich creatures yeah. are just like, blip, 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 blip. I'm an ostrich. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm going to aim for the tendrils. Aim for the tendrils, lads! Okay, cool. Give me, give me a body roll. I can't remember what you're trying to get people. To. No, lo- loose is good. Loose is Shaft, it, loose. Aim for the tendrils, lads. Shafts loose. Let your arrows from their bows. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not it. That's, yeah. that's, oh, it's a big nice. roll. It okay. is easy to sit here and swat them like flies. But the National Guard <laughs> will be hard to catch. Um... But, but, but the can of FA will be harder to catch. It's a good. <laughs> yes. Oh, Enigma can feel the spirit <laughs> of the music. Yeah. Well, yeah, now I've got that stuck in my head forever. <laughs> Great. So, yeah, you are very effective. You take out these sighting creatures for a while. All the ones in sight are taken down. You only have these <laughs> runners around, but more are coming in and kind of starting to crowd around the walls. Percy, mm-hmm. the attack is beginning. What are you doing? So have they started the ritual yet? They have not, no. Though Merope is like holding holding the mirror and appears to be doing something with it, so... I want to 
like as she's holding it trying to concentrate I'm just going to go and like poke my my nose over her shoulder and see if I can see anything in the mirror (laughs) what you doing (laughs) oh look look at that look at that you can see all sorts of things for a moment as the mirror shifts you think you see a Coney's face not quite the way that she looked in her representations in Mm. church art a little more human perhaps but yeah, you think you glimpse her face. Lacone! Lacone is me, Percy! Lacone! <laughs> Steve, Steve! 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 Oh, she, she must. She didn't see me. Oh, tell her it's me. Tell, tell her Percy's here. Tell her Percy's here. She'll know what it means. Tell her wicked lanterns. She'll love that. I wonder what happens when they connect it all up and, like, whether we can travel through it. Ah, interesting. Or, like, merge with that stream and reinforce it or something yeah um and keep half an eye on it but for now i'm going to have a i'm going to float back towards where um adam is sort of sat on top of the the roof and like as he's going crazy trying to sort of pop bad guys running in i'm just gonna have a a little sort of sit down next to him oh very good (laughs) I'll have, a, oh, great I'll have a sip of my cup of tea. <laughs> like ghost tea. Yeah, so Adam, you're uh, on your roof. Yeah. What What are you doing? Uh, what do we see? So uh, with my kind of glaive in one hand, uh, I'm scanning the horizon for like what, what else is coming. Like this is this can't be it. It must be more. Yeah, coming down the hill, you see some larger creatures and many more of these runners. And behind them, there are larger, bulkier creatures that look like they would have very little problem with the stockade. Right. Are there a lot of them? You can see five or six coming into the valley. And those coming into the valley seem a steady stream now. Also, these ones are carrying weapons more like the weapons you have. What do you think, Adam? Uh, what did you say, Pers? So, what, what do you think? What do you think your chances are? Uh, it's going to be close. Those are going to be a problem. I point to, like, the big... <laughs> things. Oh, uh, yeah, they, they look pretty brutal, actually. Um, what do you think they're going to do? Like, run into the wall or something? They're going to break it down, I think. Uh, that'd probably be a bad thing, wouldn't it? Uh, should I do something about that? The... <laughs> If you'd be so kind, uh, they're a bit far away from me. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, it won't be a jiffy. Okay, Percy and Bart. So what what are you doing, Percy? This is a wall, right? Well, this is a stockade on the yeah. western side. Yeah. And the rest of this is built on an incline, and this is all stone, yeah? Yes, it's, it's like a natural ramp, so... So, I mean, and this, this ramp, is it sort of sheer... Uh, around the other three sides, yeah. You've seen the runners trying to scrabble up the side and just not getting far at all. But you do also know that Enigma, like, did climb it. And these things? These things are... They're bigger. They're, like, 20 feet high. They look maybe a little more like the creature that confronted you in the ziggurat many years ago. Oh, yeah. That was horrible. Number of ziggurats. With the dwarves, dwarf tunnel. Mm. Dirty ziggurat. Killed my brother. I'm going to zip down here 
Okay. I'm going to go down to the stream. Is that multiple arms there, or is it tentacles? It's got multiple arms on one side and tentacles on the other. That's got to be really annoying for, like, coordination. Yeah. They look like crab dudes with the sword, to be honest. What I want to do is reinforce this wall, and I want to drag up using the sword. Yeah. Just a sheet of ice, so that there is a big wall of ice around here. Okay. Ah, we're talking. I want to freeze the um, just the surface of the the other bits, just to make it quite sort of difficult to get any yeah to to climb up in a hurry. Um, but for this, I just want to sort of do a, an extra big sort of triple triple thick glacier shard um, that's just going to raise up around it. A massive fox's glacier mint just drops <laughs> the sky. The polar bear's the real problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that sounds like a roll plus ice, doesn't it? Yeah. I can see two interesting ways for this to go, so uh, let's have a roll. So I roll plus ice. I'm rolling a dice plus two. Yeah, plus two at the moment. And, ooh. Oh. Oh. Uh, even the plus one forward that I'm giving everyone doesn't help that, I'm afraid. What about the plus four forward that I'm giving everyone? You're not giving anyone plus four forward. Okay, great. Are you giving plus one forwards too? Yeah, because of the music. It's inspiring okay. everyone. I think I might have plus one forward because I did Truth and Consequences on the um, the Tide of Light. Okay, does that give you a plus one forward? It does now. Yeah, when you're when you're acting on the results... Um, okay, cool. Which So it's just possible... I think we are in the Tide of Light, aren't we? It is certainly about to take place. Yeah. You'll tell you the... No, I don't think it gives you plus one forward. Uh, okay. Ah, uh, never mind. Oh, come on, Benjamin. No, re- reading, reading the text, it doesn't. Uh, which is a shame. What about the fact that my music is bouncing off the flag? The flag is giving plus one, my music's giving plus one. Your music is already pushing it on that uh, intermediate to full success <laughs> role. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. It's a really but, good musical though. Like, Alana, like, you forget how, like, inspiring Alana is and what this flag means to us. Like, we know what this means. And that flag with the music, that becomes a plus two. Come on! Percy, as you perform this, you feel Kalanoia shift in your hand and it suddenly flips and twists and bucks and then slips out of your hand and you're able to see this sword just zooming through the air towards its physical counterpart. Ooh. Well, well, sorry, I didn't deal with them. <laughs> Back over to you. Well, shit. Enigma. It's at this moment that the first runners jump the wall. Well, that's not good news. Bastards. I was going to get the bastards, not the runners. We're going to have to shoot them down as uh, mid-air. So, like, sort of as they're like... You'd have to be like... And you get them on their soft underbelly. So, you're shooting as they come in. Give me a volley roll. Which is fine. Okay, so... When they're like... Whoa, big mistake. Don't jump over the barricades, lads! Get his ninjas! What this gives you is that you shoot them down and they fall back and 
you have killed the first line that were coming in, but you've also created... Their bodies are now creating a ramp that makes it easier to jump for the others. And a really squishy ramp, because, like, they're squishy jelly creatures. Oh, yeah, it's it's gross and squishy. I think the others just get really annoyed at it on their shoes. I think it makes it harder to climb. So your archers are having to slightly fall back. Tristan. Yeah. Merope's mirror starts to glow. Merope's mirror. Starting to and glow. she begins to sing. Her voice is pure and clear. And you right. feel the power radiating from her and starting to fill the space. And you feel an echo through this mirror of other voices. As that's happening, you feel a kind of radiance start to shift around you. And you can hear shouts from down the hill as people are starting to fight hand-to-hand as creatures have jumped the barricades. Enigma has got people to safety, but they've still jumped the barricades. Running up that road, they're running up that hill with no problem. (laughs) And as that happens... You feel something shifting in the harmony beneath you. Okay. Like a shark moving through water. Oof, okay. What do you do? I'm going to find the ripples it's it's weaving and I'm going to become the hunter. I'm going to sink into the ripples and the music and I am now streamlining like a... Um, oh, what are those super fast fish called? Not barracuda. Super fast fish. Like a Mako, I'm the Mako and I'm coming up behind it. <laughs> fastest fish in the o- uh, fastest shark in the ocean. <laughs> nice. And I'm catching the catching their slipstream, so I'm I'm faster than them. Nice. And in music, fast means more deadly. Uh, well, give me give me a music a Monday roll. Let's see how this looks. His teeth are sharp. Oh yeah. Let's find out how it officially looks now that I've described how it should look. Come on, dice. No, but this is... What you've described is what you're doing. Yeah, but then the dice decide how well or not I'm doing it. The dice will decide what you're doing it to and how it responds. What did you want as a dice roll? Music Music Monday. Monday. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, the shark's in town! I've even got my hand (laughs) above my head like a fin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Tristan, you shift yourself into the harmony of the world and you pass through the threads and you feel a massive force moving through it. Oh, yeah, I do. Amorphous and ambiguous, but immense. And you feel it scenting and reaching for the power of the song. And... You deftly slip through its reach. And every time it searches, it finds nothing because you have interceded between it and Merope's song. Nice. I was also thinking it's time to rodeo this bitch. I'm just on the back of that. And every time it turns away, I'm, whoa, boy. And I'm guiding it the other way. (laughs) Okay, so you're going full on. You're going full on. Yeah. Okay. Full on music rodeo oh is it playing cowboy songs now 
Yeah, I'm trying to break the beast and then I'm gonna turn it into an ally. <gasps> my cards, my cards start to glow and I'm like, this creature's power can be used to boost the signal. Whoa, boy. So I've got to break its spirit. You feel the power change and shift beneath you and now it has definitely noticed you. Yeah, that's fine. I want it to notice me. You're sitting in an armchair. Ooh. Beside ah. a fire in a small room. Ah, this is the life. No worries. Opposite you sits a small gnome. Hey, it's you. All right there. Well, you have the advantage of me, sir, for I do not believe we've been met. Ambithorax, I presume. The very same, and he lifts off his little head. Uh, his head? I'll tip my cap, <laughs> as I've seen. Lifts off his little hat. I, I love it. Say, lifts I off his little <laughs> <laughs> I assumed that was on purpose. <laughs> he lifts off his little head. I was like, this dude is dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep that. <laughs> I'll I'll detach my thumb, but I'm just going to do that trick that you do, so I'm detaching my thumb. Ah, pleasure to meet you. <laughs> he steals your notes. You're like, oh, no. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like the battle of wits has begun. <laughs> it's just pranks and... And I'm like, yeah, but you've got my nose, but look down and there's a peg attached to his coat. And he's like, yes. oh, you got me. He's like, you got me. And then you go to, he goes to shake your hand. He's got a buzzer on his finger. Would <laughs> <laughs> you like to smell yeah. my flower? <laughs> um, the battle of wits. As old as time itself. So, so you're sat on either side of this fire. And he says, and who might you be, sir? Name's Tristan. And I'll, <laughs> Name's I'll, Bambi Lee. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a good idea. He says, ah, oh, well, I, I remember that. Damn right you will. Clearly there's still a little of the old, the old singer's force to be found in the world. Aye. I sensed a singer here, and now I sense it must be you. The very same. I'll do a little bow. And spark up a nice cigar. <laughs> Ambiforax is sat with you, a car surveying you. What are you doing? Like I said, I'm taking a, taking a couple of puffs on my cigar, spinning it in my fingers. And I'm like, these are good. Listen, <laughs> listen, kid, I'm here to do you a deal. <laughs> he says, oh, and what deal could you offer me? Uh, how does destruction and fire sounds to you? How does an entity so powerful. I'm a big fan of both those things. That's what I'm thinking. I've got a name. I've got someone you should look out for. And I think you're going to like him. All right. What's what's the name then? First, I need some assurances. Oh, my, my will is guaranteed. I have never lied. That's good. I cannot lie either. <laughs> so, Are you as you know. Right now? <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. <laughs> Charming and Open doesn't have any role associated. It's just yeah. you have to answer an honest question after. Oh, I like those because often I'm like, I don't know the answer at one time. <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. You've got to get it right. Otherwise, his question will be, what's this name? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to tell him the name regardless. I'm <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? Um, <laughs> oh, I was oh, yeah, I was going to say, look, Ambithorax. We could battle, we could have a battle of wills and skill and minor illusions and tricks on each other. 
for the rest of eternity. But all I'm saying to you... No, no, we couldn't, Tristan Wilde. I, I don't think it would ta- last that long. It would last shorter than the blink of a star. I'd probably beat you pretty quickly, that's true. Ooh! I'm going to do my one finger burn thing. Anyway. He gives you a slow <laughs> shake of the head. Ooh, I'll give him a slow nod. You don't need this showboating. You've come here with power. I'm interested in what you have to say. So say it. All right, lads. And I'm going to stand up, kicking my chair back, throwing my arms wide. No one defies my performance! (laughs) And I'm going to bring both down both my arms and the room's going to explode into just whiteness and I'm going to destroy his illusion to show him my power. You pissed me off, kid. This is my game now. (laughs) I'm going to let that ride. Okay. Because you rolled very high on your last... Yeah. On your last roll. He says, ah, I see. It's like that, is it? Have you ever encountered hell before? And suddenly you're in hell. Ooh. Um, so... <laughs> Give me a defied danger on constitution. Ooh. Because you are surrounded by blazing fires and literal devils. Oh, we know that Tristan's immune to fire. Come on, dice. Back me up. Oh, with the plus one forward for my music, that's a full success? Fingers crossed, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. An intermediate success. You stumble, hesitate or flinch. What happens, Tristan, is Mm. that you can't quite cool it out. Mm, Okay. You find yourself in an environment where the harmony doesn't quite play to your rules. Ooh, interesting. And Ambiforax is now much larger than you. He no longer looks like a gnome. Mm, Okay, that's fine. And he has these kind of spiked shoulders and his face is a little more bestial. And he says, this is one of my realms and you're welcome to stay here as long as you like. Now, did you have a name for me? Was that what you wanted to talk about? Fine. I will give him a bow. I grow tired of you. I'll give him a, a very slow bow. Where I dip my head just a little bit too long and I'm going to look up at him and say, yeah, that's right, you're powerful, but I can annoy you still. And as I stand up, I'm going to tell him, you leave this alone and I will give you the name of someone to look up for in the future. Leave what alone? Uh, do whatever's happening out there with the music. Out there? Yeah, out there. I thought you were the one with the music. Yeah, just... I thought you were the one with the music. He claps his hands and he's vanished. And you're still in hell. get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just uh, kick back and try and style it out. Oh, I'm just burning. <laughs> I have to say, one of the best films about suddenly t- discovering you're a princess is probably The Princess Diaries. Um, I've not seen it. And The Princess Diaries 2 yeah. is also very good. Well.
I'll seek them out. Yeah, they it, sound like of, classics. Uh, who's that? Who's that actress whose name sounds like an author? Anne Hathaway. Um, an author. I was going to say. Yeah, no, I think there was an author called Anne Hathaway, wasn't there? Shakespeare's wife is named Anna. Right. Ooh, harker him! No, I, I used to work at Shakespeare's Globe, I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I feel like you should I'm a, I'm a pretty big deal. <laughs> this whole place is powerfully steeped in arcane power. This pa- is powerfully steeped in arcane power. This whole place is very powerful. Steeped but... like a tea bag. To, to assist you. Mera Pete's having a great time getting started. She's this is wicked fun. Old Kellick. Tristan's a guitar. Drums, drums, drums. That's some Among Us action in the other room. Kellick's like, don't touch the G string. Ah, <laughs> You're better than that. Come on. I can't believe you go there. I'm going to give him a slow shake of the head, something that has never happened in this series. <laughs> yeah. A slow, slow shake no. of the tuning You're going to make him fret. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> There's a British thing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Back onto this map. So let's put, let's put some big bastards on here. Uh-oh. Bastards. Ugh. Whoa. Look at them bastards. That bastard's got a knife. <laughs> like, one does... That one that you just moved now kind of looks like a lemon with arms. <laughs> you look like You're a lemon Like a sea anemone with arms. It's just... Uh, it's the lemon men. Oh, God, they're here. Well, look, if, if you look at the big... Whoa! 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 That was ginormous! <laughs> We're going to need lemon aid. <laughs> Don't be... Oh, I'm not even going to finish it. <laughs> oh, come on. Give it some zest. They were but disgusting. You're Who a... wants to they suck on pure mint sweet? Disgusting. Yeah. You're at Bjornsson on Who top. Who wants to suck a polar bear? <laughs> um, okay. Bjornsson. And her voice is... <laughs> Jeez, shit. <laughs> her voice is... You need to step in, Tired of shite, more like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's the title, Tired of Shite. <laughs> she sounds more like Enya. Um, nice. <laughs> I like just, Enya. Just, just saying away, in some... <laughs> <laughs> sounds like so, some panpipes. <laughs> Her voice. Oh, I'm sorry. This is what we've waited for. It's yeah, like it turns out they're really into them. that kind of um, <laughs> that kind of like late sort of nineties sound that people used to play in the background of things, or everything what? they played in Waterstones the entire time I worked there. What was that? What was that sketch? It's hard to say. It with the two sisters, where one was just a foghorn. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sister one. That's the one. You've got to start on down. make it one day to your own world. Great tune, yeah, to be fair. Great tune. tune. 
This is good. Oh, I kind of want to do my, do not mistake me for a cheap conjurer of tricks. <laughs> and then I slam my staff down and we're suddenly in heaven and all the angels have my faces <laughs> and like, the wings are glowing. And they're You're all naked. Heaven. You're in heaven, but it's basically Rimmer world. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm a cartilaginous fish. Hey, and I got a dorsal fin. Hey. Why, that rings an unpleasant bell. Sang it a lot once. That might be it. I'm like, oh, I don't have good memories of this song. 